Whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a staycation, Macy's has everything you need. Summer's almost here, and I'm so excited to take a trip with Bryn. We are planning it right now. We are heading to Macy's before we pack to grab new shoes we can wear all day with anything. I'm excited to lay in the sun with key pieces from Macy's, like my new Dolce Vita sandals and Levi's skirt. I am ready to relax and look and feel amazing. Oh, how good that sounds. Of course, I can't forget a new beach bag. I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. While not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful rash that can last for weeks. Wake up because shingles could wake up in you. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. I sometimes post on social media or do, well, that is posting on social media, do a story or something uh, about the Kanye mentorship program that's going on right now with Julia Fox about, you know, the whole dueling relationships with Kanye and Julia Fox and um, Kim and Pete Davidson. And someone said, you're obsessed. You're too obsessed with this. I said, I'm not obsessed with this. I'm obsessed with Kale and its fame. I'm not obsessed with this. I'm watching the show that's being aired. Like if it weren't being aired, I I wasn't going to go hunt it down, but this show is being aired by, by Kanye, the proverbial show, the media show that they're doing, and I'm watching it. So if you don't know, you know, Kanye had met a Chia girlfriend and in one day he added water to her and she became very famous the next day and like sprouted into a famous Chia plant in one day. So I have a lot to say about this. It's extremely important. The show that I'm pitching is Keeping Up with the Kanyashians. It's an innovative concept. Maybe I could pitch it to Fox because Julia Fox is in the show. I don't know. It just feels very fresh and new. And it's about 
the um, trials and tribulations of the dueling relationships of Kanye and Julia Fox and Pete Davidson and Kim. Really more, I'm on the Kanye show. I'm watching the Kanye show. I'm not watching the Kim and Pete show. Uh, I just am not that, I'm not as interested in that show. I mean, I, I definitely tune in. I flip through the channels and I stop, of course, to see him in knee socks in the Bahamas. But I'm really like a dedicated consumer of the Kanye show. And f in fact, I want to have him on this podcast. I mean, I really, really, really do. I could handle the interview. I could, I just want to talk to him. I find him fascinating in so many ways. He's controversial. You guys will all have an opinion about this, but I want to talk to him. So let's just break this down. And, and you also know that I don't talk ever really about famous people that much. I talk about, uh, some, some famous people, if something's gone on, um, but I don't, I don't talk about it that much. I'm not that interested in just, I, I, I'm not an equal opportunity pop culture celebrity carer. I pick certain things that I care about. So this I do care about. Uh, when it becomes an obsession, I'll be sure to let you know. Um, I cared deeply about Lauren Sanchez, who I know and have met. And when she got together with Jeff Bezos, because she just won all awards in the universe. She just... She she bagged the biggest elephant in the country with no rules whatsoever. She's not like Meghan Markle who found a prince and then had to follow all these rules and then break the rules and follow them and then be scrutinized. Like Lauren Sanchez could do whatever she wants. She could put tassels on her titties, dance on a table, and that's it. There are no rules. She doesn't have to do anything. And she it's like her body, her choice. I call him Jesus, like Jeff Bezos. Jesus gets to do what he wants. So whether you like him or not. So that's, I, I was fascinated by that. And I was fascinated by Meghan Markle and, and Harry and that whole thing. And I, the way it was handled, which I think it just could have been handled so much differently. And she could have been like a long game, amazing strategizer where everybody loved her. Plus she got everything she wanted. That's a separate topic for a separate day. Today is the Kanye and Julia Fox day. So a couple of things. She's a young girl. I saw Uncut Gems. I remember her being beautiful. I don't remember her, like, specifically in the movie, but I remember this girl that was sort of this fun, sexy character in the movie and a little crazy. So in one minute, he plucked her from pretty much obscurity. I know she was famous and not totally obscure because she's a working actress who had a profile and whatever but and was stunning. But effectively, she was not a household name, nor, nor is she really now. I know you'll say many of you don't know who she is, but she just, he plucked her from obscurity, effectively. I mean, one, he met her. I don't know how they met. I don't know if it was impromptu or planned, but they met. I guess he sent her a whole uh, room full of clothes, and then she immediately started documenting their relationship. They, they, at one point, they went and met recently in an airport in Miami before she flew with him to Paris Fashion Week, and he said, you could see him saying in the video, get out of the shot, get out of the shot. So he's producing the show of their relationship. Does not mean that it's not a real relationship, by the way. It could be both because it is, I will tell you that it is impossible to sustain a real solid relationship while navigating the entertainment and using your relationship as content. That is That's just impossible. So I really think about very public eye relationships and I'm very skeptical about them sustaining. You could be in a moment where you get together and you're basking in all the attention, like, but they then, you know, you have to fade out, otherwise you can't focus on your life. It's impossible to do hair and makeup and 
pose and photographers and manage press and talk to publicists while being maybe even a parent while running a career while 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 committing to your partner it's just it's not that easy and a lot of these people live in different places so also having a long distance relationship which i have experience at so i have experience in this area being not even close to as uh known as any of these people are so kanye gets together with this girl he's going through a breakup it seemed like he really wanted his ex back um he seemed to publicly state that then he seemed upset about uh different aspects people go through that phase where they're sad and scared and they want the person back and then they go through then they go through the next stage where you're kind of talking about reality in your life and you're really not going to be with that person so then the fantasy's really over and then the reality of what's going on comes to light and then you know it can sometimes get a little nasty um so and believe me I have experience with divorce as well and a crazy crazy one so Kanye gets together with this woman and he's an artist I have to say like as a creative person I remember when he wasn't taken seriously in fashion and now we just he and fashion are one. He used to talk about how he was going to be a fashion designer or run a fashion house. He made it happen. He didn't have this kind of money back in the day when he was friends with Jay-Z. He was sort of like, you know, the lesser friend. And like that must have been like his mentor. I mean, he is a billionaire. Kanye turned Adidas into a next level empire because of Yeezy. He's a billionaire now. And what he's made is really proportionally not even comparable to what he's done for Adidas. So he he invigorated a brand. And now he's he's done something with Gap. And they say he's taking Virgil Abloh's job at Louis Vuitton. I mean, he's an incredible, incredible, prolific artist, musician. And then this is like a whole other career. And Kim is obviously so famous and always has been, I mean, for a long time. She was his plus one to the Met Ball. And then she said to herself, I'm, you know, coming correct. And this is an opportunity I've wanted. And she turned it into gold. And she's known as a fashion icon, rightfully so. But he's, you know, she was his muse, it it appears. So now he takes this girl and she's effectively his new muse. Whether they're romantically in love or just having fun or just, you know, doing this artistic experiment and project with us viewing, it's just fascinating. I've got to give this girl props and credit if someone said to me like the next couple weeks you got to focus this is a project you're going to go from zero to hero but it's going to mean you have to know exactly how to stand how to do the makeup how to rock it you're you're wearing you're rocking midriff you're doing exactly what he says like I would do it if I I mean in my 30s I'm like okay I'm in let's go but she's standing loud and proud I mean she seems like she's been famous her whole life I, I would I probably wouldn't, but I might crumble. I would have to go the comedy route and I'd end up falling and then just having to lean into that. I just don't think I could do it so seriously. He's wearing a black ski mask with eye slits and she looks like one of those Nagel, and for anybody over 75, those paintings back in my, like in the 80s that had this crazy like purple eyeshadow triangles around your eyes. Like, and and they're just so serious about it. They're in Paris and it's just so very serious. And it just seems crazy. And we're all watching. I mean, I'm watching. I'm really, really paying attention. It's just fascinating. But he gets to do what he wants. He says to paparazzi, why don't you give me a piece of the money you make off the, the photographs? Okay, I love that. Paul, my fiance, said he should just bring his own paparazzi. It's true. You're producing your own movie. Bring your own paparazzi. 
Bring your own cameras. You own the photos. Let's do that. I'm just going to, you know, just we'll travel with paparazzi. I mean, believe me, I'm terrible at fame. Like, you don't understand. I don't ever leave my house. I don't ever go anywhere. And it takes a lot. So if I go one night to go to, let's say, the Emmys or the, the iHeart Awards or something, I, I or the Jingle Ball, it's a whole day. It's the hair. It's the And I still screw half of it up. This is like, this takes so much for her to have, to be in this game, like all of a sudden just boom. He's wearing, you know, jeans and a ski mask. She's like all in. So this is this incredible scholarship program. You take, you know, an underprivileged celebrity, not quite reached their celebrity status, and just add water, and he's producing the Julia Fox show. And I'm like, go, keep going, I'm watching. So that's how, I've just never seen anything like it. And people are saying that it's, all for Kim to make her jealous, etc. Well, by the way, I haven't even thought of that. I didn't, someone told me that, Con, I didn't think, I don't think of this stuff because I don't even know what's going on. It's that Kanye was at Saturday Night Live right when she kissed the guy that she got together with. Now, whether they were quote unquote fully together then or not, <gasps> a minute later, she's with a guy she kissed that he had to go to Saturday Night Live and he was supposed to be helping her with doing it. And he, I mean, he has to be turning in his sleep. So then, and that must have like been really hard, you know, for her to see him with some, he was with a model that Bradley Cooper was with, Irina Shayk before. You're public. I can't imagine someone being with me who's a nobody, but seeing me sometimes in an ad or somewhere or, or in a magazine, that would kill them. The exes of mine have told me it's killed them. How do you deal with that? So he had to see her with Pete Davidson, then her with the knee socks in the Bahamas. Now Kim has to see him with this woman with her midriff and getting the poses down and showing up in Paris and like rocking the whole thing. It's, it's insane. This is all like, this all seems very unhealthy. It all, but, but, but back to Kanye, who's fascinating to me because he's an artist and he's making this all art. And I know you'll talk about his mental state and things I don't know about, but I mean, he just gets to do it on his own terms the way he wants. He decided this is his reality show. Sending this girl clothes takes nothing making her my muse and telling her we're going to Paris. I, they're invited. It's not, that doesn't seem like a bit of a big of a deal. He can get that done. And just, he, he's created a persona. He like manufactured a new persona and, and put her into the universe. She's in a picture with Madonna now. I don't know what any of this means. I do know that I stand by what I said earlier. There's no way to sustain a meaningful and deep relationship with two peacocks, two egos, two major similar public careers standing and not, you know, I always feel awkward. Guess what? I remember when I used to be on red carpets, my ex was a photographer and he used to push me on red carpets and no one knew who I was. And I would stand there and someone like Anne Hathaway would be before me. And I would not, I just did not have that thing in me. And I still don't to stand out there and do something crazy that they're definitely going to you know, is definitely going to air in a magazine. You know, like Paris Hilton was a goddess at it. Kim went to the Paris Hilton School of Fame and, you know, was better than the teacher, in fact. Like, I will still stand up there and just look at the cameras and smile, but I don't, like, work it. I feel awkward. It feels inauthentic. It just, and I'll say this too. It's very hard for someone to succeed at the fame game and be authentic. So I guess you could be like a comedian or a talk show a talk show host or something or like Howard Stern that's different but like standing up 
and with a straight face, with a ski mask, with slits, like, because there's some internal narrative that you're doing and some story, or you just decided to wear a ski mask and you just decided to tell her to wear a pointy Madonna half top. And that's what we're doing. We're, do, we're doing all like Kim Kardashian's doing all cat suits and gloves and, and not showing our faces this year. We're not showing our faces. And Julia Fox is doing like right below the boob midriff. Like that's what we're doing. I would be like, why am I, do I don't understand exactly why I'm doing this. And then if someone told me why we were doing it, I would be laughing. I'd be like, this is not, I don't understand what I'm doing right now. Like, what are we doing? And so if I stand there on the red carpet, I'm embarrassed in front of these photographers. If I act like I'm posing or like, work it. Let me give them sex, smoldering eyes, smizing. Like I just, I, I would be way more famous, way more successful if I could just do that. If I could just be like, let me just, do the shock value of the sexy pose. I see people in bathing suits, like the string bikini, like doing the side pose, the thing that like you saw 80s models do. You know what I mean? Like the photographer always tells me like, put your hand, like your elbows bent and your hand is like over the back of your head, just dangling. I was like, why? I don't understand. Like who would do that? That's not like a thing. So just contort awkwardly with your knee just over and so your ankle, and your butt's up, but you're not really on the couch and your legs are over the back top of the couch and your head's upside down. I'm like, well, I don't understand. <laughs> I'm so literal that it's, so So I was looking at the, the Julia Fox and Kanye pose on the red carpet and I saw her, like Leah Michelle's an expert at posing on the carpet I've seen and JLo and you see how they just, they just know exactly what to do. But you can sort of sometimes see when they're, planning it like they stand that seems weird to me too it's like oh wait you don't just naturally stand that sexy I want I want to think that I want to think that you just pose well on a carpet because you're just hot and you stay you just are like that but I didn't realize that someone which you saw Julia do collected herself and like the one of the hips had to go and the midriff had to get concave and like there was a way to do it like let's stop let's settle okay it was it, it was like it was like on the script, like with Kanye, put the hand in his arm, be like, okay, are the two of us ready? Like we're in synchronized swimming or like ice, ice capades, you know, ice dancing. And now this is how we do this pose. So it's just amazing. It's fascinating. He has just orchestrated the show that I'm watching. And I, I just maybe one, I mean, I'm too old, but maybe one of these days I'll just be like, fuck it. I'm just going to go out there and like pose and like ask for it. Like they're just, they, no matter what they give us, we're eating. They just literally could serve us a plate of shit. It doesn't matter what she wears now. She could take dangling feather earrings and pierce her nipples with them and stand with feathers covering her areolas and uh, Speedo men's yellow bathing suit. And we'd be like, oh, that's, fa I understand what they were doing. That's fashion. I get it. And he's like wearing boxing gloves and a tutu and a Hawaiian lei. And I'm like, I get it. I understand. It's something that we don't understand because it's art and fashion, but I get it, which is why I don't get, you know, I don't get a lot of things, but that's what I have to say about the Kanyashians. If you have any input on the title, it's very original. Like literally, I know um, it's earth shattering. Very, very original idea. I'll ask Kanye if he'll produce it with me, but I really would like him to come on here. I'd like to hear what makes him tick as a human being because I just find him to be a fascinating artist who gives 0.0 fucks and does exactly what he wants. And let me hear what you all think.
Mother's Day is May 12th, and Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Macy's makes it easy for your little ones to buy a present for you for Mother's Day. Bryn loves to shop but sometimes has a hard time figuring out what to get me. I have confidence that Macy's Gift Finder will be a great guide for her. Something for everyone at every price point. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, it's so easy to shop. You can shop by price, category, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, and gifts for grandma. Plus, Macy's has top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, and Samsung Smart TV, the frame. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. My guest today is Jessica Zor, an acclaimed actress who you definitely recognize from incredible shows and movies like Gossip Girl, Shameless, The Internship, and her current series with Seth MacFarlane, Orville. She went from modeling for department stores to being on the big screen, and today Jessica joins us. We're going to talk about her journey through entertainment, her relationship motherhood, and all of the turns her life has taken, even a missed investment that 
will leave you scratching your head. Jessica is likely going to inspire you to forge your own path to succeed. And I'm really excited for this conversation. So what are you doing in Canada? Where do you live? Okay, so normally I live in Hermosa Beach or uh, and then between there and Scottsdale. Um, my boyfriend plays hockey, so he plays for the Flames. So okay. we're up here and this is the first time in our relationship that I came with him from the beginning of the season. Usually he was playing in um, Arizona and then he played in Nashville and I'd be back and forth going to set or working wherever I was and seeing him on the weekend. So basically it was a long distance relationship always, even though it didn't really feel like that. Okay. And then I wrapped the Orville, which is the show that um, I did with Seth MacFarlane, which is where I (laughs) have been working for the last five years. When that wrapped, he got asked to come here and I was like, I'm gonna come with you. We have a little girl who just turned one and I'm like, I'm just gonna be a mom and come there. And then an opportunity presented itself about a podcast. I creatively kind of said, if if you can take some of my ideas with some of yours, maybe we have something here. And then I came and we built a studio in, in our house in Calgary and I'm doing a podcast for the first time, which by the way, this shit is awesome and amazing, but there's so much more work that goes into it. And listen, I'm someone who wants to work and wants to learn and wants to grow and that like feeds me and gets me going. But I think people think like you just throw on headphones and have a conversation, which that is what we do. But there's so many more layers to this that people don't understand. And so hats off to you. You, you do so many things that I look up to and oh, you're a fucking you. rock star. But like, thank you. Am I right? Am I right? Yes, it's it's uh, it's very freeing for me. Um, I, I've never loved doing anything more. I mean, I really have it because. There's not really the cost. Doing reality television, I really, the one thing I miss about being on reality television in that ensemble cast is that I just could be free and I could just comment on anything and say anything and I didn't have to hold the bag. When I had my own show, it was all me driving story. So that was great. It didn't have all that responsibility, but it did with the media and the trash can that it can be. So I don't like all that part. This feels like, I mean, you could say something and get canceled, obviously, but I, I this just is freeing and you can just connect and I find it boundless and it's just I love it so it comes I just really love it so I'm glad you're loving it too I'm loving it and you're all, you're just very good at it and it's very like I listen to some of like a lot of your episodes and I'm learning from it but also just the conversation and things about life and being a businesswoman and all those type of things but also because I'm hosting a podcast that too so there was a lot of layers of me listening to you so well done Okay, well, to be honest, if you're not actually physically like editing it and producing it, then no, I don't agree with what you said before. And maybe this will help you and maybe it won't or throw it away. I have never, this isn't good for iHeart, but I have never listened to a podcast in my life to this day. Oh, wow. Okay. I've never listened to one. (laughs) When I wrote my first book, Naturally Thin, everyone said, you should go and be a nutritionist and you're not a this and you're not a that. And I said, I'm just a person and I just want to say it from my perspective. I don't get clouded by reading a lot of other weight books or things like that. And it was astronomically successful and I was not even known then. So I liked walking into this knowing nothing and just being free and connecting. So if I could give you that advice, just be free like, and don't think about anything. Right. If you're not the one physically producing it and editing it, then don't worry about any of 
what you know you have to just know about who you're talking to any of that stuff yeah, yeah I mean I listen to a lot of the cuts and things like that because we're rewatching the show and we're putting in quotes and we're taking things and th- things like that so I am like kind of uh, oh, on both sides right. but before doing it I wasn't in the podcast world I wasn't someone that was listening to all these mommy and me ones and listening to all these things I'd maybe a few times if it was a friends so I will say it, it, it was a completely new world to me and and still kind of is in a way yeah but you're talking about something more produced you're talking about somebody that has to be cut together properly because you're taking people on a journey so it's a little different so that makes that makes sense yeah and the music coming and going and the end I'm, I'm playing quote games and asking people what character that's said different. this and then playing the quote like you know what I mean that's different. it's a very different thing but also fun but to what you said I, I do agree I, I was happy that I hadn't listened to a bunch of formatted um mine isn't yeah. a rewatch yeah I, I'm, I'm happy that I didn't because I wanted it to be my own thing and my own take. And I also really want it to be like colorful and fun because I think that's yes. what the world needs right now. Um, but also being based around Gossip Girl, I remember all the years doing the show. People want the dirt. and People want to ask this and people want to know that. And I'm like, yo, you, we get that all the time and, and, and all the news and all the things and, and what our world's going on. Like, let's go on a journey and talk about why it worked and why we had so much fun and the fashion and the stuff. Let's also talk about the challenges. I'm going to be real. I'm not going to be... Sit here right. and, and only sugarcoat things, or, or right. I, I'll be real with people. Um, like the challenges of 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 how the show hit and all those yes. types of things, we'll talk about on it. But I'm not trying to go on and literally get into people's personal shit and and do that. If you want to do that, you don't want to do junk food. You want to do the meaning behind yeah. it. And it, no matter what, you can't have a show sustain a success all on fumes. It can't all be just on gossip and eyelashes. Right. And ironically, because it's Gossip Girl, ironically, yeah. I don't want to sit and gossip about everything. Yeah. I just don't. I have better things to do. And the show was, there were so many good things about it, but that was my that was my other take with it, which there was a couple people that had wanted us to go, you know, take be, be our home for it. And yes. one girl said, well, can you talk about how Nate Archibald slept with an older woman? And I said, well, you just said it, and you know that's inappropriate, so why am I going to come on right. and do that? Like, yeah. I, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so I said, thank you for this. That's low-hanging fruit. So I get that. I get that. Now the clarification makes sense. So what, what jumped off the page uh, with what you were just saying, you are in a relationship, you have a one-year-old, and... Um, He's in a public world, but not the same way. He's got a more, a more of a very specific discipline, and it, I, he's not dealing with the media on the same level as you are. I'm sure it occurs, but not at the same right. feverish uh, pace. So, a how do you um, how do you balance where the fish are? If you're going for your career, if you're going for his career, I'm in a long distance relationship. There's really only one peacock in a relationship that works for me. So how are you balancing? We're going there for you now. We're doing this for me, for you, or just for the relationship. All of that dynamic. Explain that to me. It's it's interesting. And, and you're right. It, he, he has such a structured, very, he knows what he's doing next, the Tuesday in April of 2026. 20, right. right. I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow at, at, 7 a.m. And that's just kind of the life of an actor, the life of a mom, the life of, you know, uh, you know, I would get my call time for set at 10 p.m. with a three month old right? <laughs> and having to be on set at 5 a.m. learning these like crazy de- like space jargon dialogue written by Seth MacFarlane, whose brain just works on another level, which is beautiful dialogue and such a wonderful show. But it was like just a- another level of things. And he would like know exactly what his week was. So it's definitely a different dynamic, Dynamic, but I also think that's what balances us out. But what I will say is he knows that with an athlete, there's like an end 
you know, they're going to retire, that their body gives out. So we're at a time where he's, he's done in the next couple of years. So I was like, I will do and move and I'll have the baby in Nashville at seven months. I found out he's moving. It, we're, we're going to Nashville. Fair enough. He asked me, he said, how wow. do you feel? I said, listen, you only got a couple of years. Let's go. Never met my doctor wow. till I got there, had the baby and then did that. But it's, it's about give and take, I guess. And that's what I did. But I did say, when you're retired, if I want to take a show in Atlanta or Italy, you're coming with me. And he's like, you got it, babe. So to be fair, it's because this isn't like he's an actor and he's like, okay, now I'm going to go do a movie this year and you're going to do this. Like in two or three years, he's going to be done playing. And that's just a fact of the matter. You're not going to be 41 and playing hockey. It just doesn't work that way. No, but to be fair to you and the process, because I'm in a relationship like that where we're not together every day. And uh, this this uh, therapist that I spoke to said people's expectations get into relationships or get engaged. Then their reality is what drives the meaning. We're 26. We're both going to order dinner every night. We're going every vacation <laughs> together. And we're going to, you know, and then in reality, you might hate their in-laws or something happens. And then the reality comes into it. So the reality is you guys fall in love, but you're not thinking about all these layers, these yeah. issues. And I think it's, yeah. And I think it's um very evolved to not be thinking about the, maybe the pain you feel right now or the discomfort in all this unsettled, but to know that there's a, you know, Later on, our kids will be older, so I know I have the same situation, but it's nice to be able to also get older and realize relationships aren't about the ideals, they're about the reality. So sometimes it's nice to have time on your own, and maybe it's an adventure for you to get to move different places, and you sort of market it differently. Does that make any sense? Absolutely, and I, I think you're right. I, it was very neat and cool to go to Nashville. In, at nights when he was there and I was taking care of the baby and going, I'm like, oh, God, I, could, I really wish he was here now. But that's also the world we live in, and we got to have a house in Nashville and, and by the beach and here because of what we do and love. Um, but it's like you said, in reality, like sometimes like, you know, all of my friends back home in my, from my small town are like, well, how really is that? And I'm like, right. it's a lot. I'm not going to lie. It's a fucking lot. Um, but I love him and I love what I do and I love our life. And don't get me wrong. Are there nights I'm like, oh, am I going to do this for sure? I'd be a liar to pretend. Like I just was talking to my friend and she's like, your life just seems great. I said, listen, Instagram and I'm not a liar, but like Got no it. one talks about like the fight they just had or the struggle they're doing here all the time. Not that I don't. There are times I, I, I do voice that, but my life is pretty good. I'm not lying on that, but I. Don't get me wrong. I have days where I'm frustrated and I break down and I cry and I'm tired. Um, not often, but it happens. But yes, I, I would be scared if it didn't it, I, with the way my life is and being, a, you know, being a, it's crazy. No. And you also <laughs> want to tell I have friends who have issues in their marriages and, uh, you know, each of them has a different issue and they reach the brink and think of breaking up, but they know they'll be together forever. And I always want to tell the struggles I go through because you don't want other people. It's just a terrible thing to make people feel alone. Like you have the perfect life. And then they're thinking, cause we've all been there where you look, Oh right. God, look at them. I'm miserable. Look at them. They're together. So I always have felt the responsibility to tell people the flaws because I think people in not a bad way, misery does want company, but not because they're jealous because they want to know someone else is going through what they're going through as a woman. Right. And let's be fair. It doesn't matter the money, the fame, the, the, all of it. Yes. We're human. So we go through struggle. Actually, I think the more shit you have, sometimes the more complicated it is because you do have more people looking and wondering and asking. And there is not a thing where I need to be perfect or proof to anybody, but there is some sort of thing of like, okay, I'm a mom and I'm working and there's a layer of, of being in the public eye where you do kind of have to wear these hats and do these things. Um, and that being said, it, it, it's, it's not easy all the time, but, um, 
But then there's a part of me that wouldn't really change a lot of my life yeah. either. You know what I mean? I'm like, should I have stayed home and, and married my high school sweetheart and, and know exactly what I'm doing every day? And there's nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong to each their own. I, that wasn't for me. So sometimes not knowing, you know, if he, if he could get traded tonight and we could be on the road and be in St. Louis. <laughs> well, we, I talk a lot about wants and needs. My fiance talks about wants and needs. There are things, if you were a person that needed to be in one place, this relationship wouldn't work for you, even if he was Prince Charming. Cause, but you're not. like that. You're, we all have different wants, which we love, Correct. but then needs. Like, this is a thing I'm not. Like you, in three years, once you've paid your dues, it is not a want, it is a need. I need to know that you're coming with me. Yeah, exactly, yep. exactly. So that's, And that comes up quite a bit. And he'll yeah. be like, I am. I'm like, I need that, babe. Yeah. You're right. It's funny you say that I literally we just a couple days ago had that conversation I'm like I need to know and he's like I've never told you not right and we it's funny because he was married before and I have a little stepdaughter who's the just the sweetest little girl and her life is you know she goes to school and stuff in, in Arizona so we always have to have that in in our puzzle too um I got it I got my own puzzle too yeah. it's a puzzle and you just have to be present and breathe and know that it's okay today like it's when you get into the future and start projecting about what if that happens and that's not working. What, And you just have to allow that it's okay. Yeah. Everything's okay. Nothing's going on right now. I mean, specifically. Right. And I find that interesting you saying that because that's the truth. But someone who's done so well as a businesswoman, because we know it's never just an idea. There's layers and percentages and right. chunks and conversations and, and so much that goes into being successful or having a successful product or thing, you know, things like that. So it's funny to hear you say that. It's actually beautiful to hear you say that because someone that can do all those things and be so successful to be like, let's not worry about all that in the future. Let's just worry about today because someone that does that, but maybe that's a different in that puzzle piece. That's what you do there, right? I, I wrote a book called I Suck at Relationships. So you don't have to. That's where my <laughs> place of wounding is in my it. life. But, um, in business, I'm, I'm extremely decisive. I just, I go with my gut all the time. So I'm excellent at that. But by the same token, I've never had a grand business plan. Now I'm, I'm always strategizing. Right. Meaning I'm always looking at the players on the field and looking at the whole, you know, board, like the whole field and the players. But I'm not, I don't have like a two, five, whatever right. your plan. I just do what I, what I feel in the moment and be present. And I try very hard because otherwise it would be too overwhelming. Right. You know? It's too overwhelming. Um, okay, so you have had an interesting career. Where did you grow up? Um, a little town called Menominee Falls outside of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh, you really are a small town girl? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so what was your house like? What were your parents like? What was what was business and money and success and fame? What was, what was that about in your house? Small town. Um, I'm the oldest of five kids, but at the time, like growing up, I was the oldest of four. My mom had a baby when I, my little sister, when I was 17. So I was basically like moving out as she was coming into the world. Um, we're still very, we're very close. Actually, if we hang out, you would never know that we didn't grow up in the same household together. Got it. Um, but my mom, I mean, she's like, she's a hustler. She was always like very creative. Um, I would say an artist, even though that's not really how she made money. Um, and my dad was a car salesman and he was like the best at it, the best in the Midwest. And, you know, I would have never known we had str like if we ever were struggling for money because my mom always kept it really like tight and good. And we always like were very we matched and we looked very like 
put together and all the mm-hmm. things. Our house was always decorated great, but my mom would take like something from uh, a garage sale and and turn it into something that could have been in vogue. Like literally, wow. people would come over and be like, "Who's your decorator?" And we'd be like, "Ah, that's from a garage sale for like." Ten dollars. Wow. My mom would laugh if I said ten dollars. She'd be like, "It was two, and I had to bargain." <laughs> um, so they, it was very much that. And when I was like five, someone stopped my mom and and said, "You should get her into modeling." And that's kind of how this whole f- like entertainment opened for me. But at seven, thirteen, someone asked us to go to L.A. And my family's like, "We can't afford to do it. We have other kids." And that never left my brain I was like there's something that this agent wants to do and I, I wasn't move to LA or just come for two days and see what's going on come to LA to meet with people do pilot season things like that wow. and and I had not really acted yeah it was it was to me I felt something I was like well that's cool that he wants me to do that but in my mind I was in high school my parents weren't gonna go it, it just wasn't an option yeah so when I was 17 I walked into my senior year of high school and my homeroom and the teacher said something along the lines of um you know congratulations here's the first day of the rest of your life something along those lines and I remember like repeating that back in my head and the bell rang and I'm like this isn't okay I'm this isn't the first day of the rest of my life like I'm not staying here doing this so I walked to the guidance counselor I said I need to take all my credits I want to be done in January and he said why and I'd placed soccer my my whole high school career and that was the soccer season you ended high school early so I took all the credits I get home that day from school and I said to my parents I'm gonna graduate in January I'm gonna go and see that agent from a couple years ago in LA I hope you guys are okay with that and they kind (gasps) of looked at me like what and they were but they were supportive they said if that's what's gonna make you happy well what do you mean you're a high school student you got your credits together that's insane I've never heard of that that's just very you can graduate early because basically it was like history math science and English and they usually were split so I just took those four credits and the other three and just did it all in the first semester right and then but what did you do when you got to LA so we my mom's like, have you talked to the agent? And I said, well, no, but I'm sure, you know. So we called my the agent that I worked with in Chicago. They called and they said, absolutely come. So my mom came with me for two weeks, set up my apartment. Because I had modeled through those years, I, I was like, I'm going to take the money from that. My mom, my parents were looking at me like, okay, are you giving us an option? Like, what? But they were great. And so I, they gave me like a chunk of the money from the modeling. I got a place and I didn't have to go and be a waiter or anything right away. So I could take an acting class. I mean, was this like $10,000 or like, wh- wh- how much are we talking about? Yeah, it was, I think it was 15. And I think it was like managed to be like what my rent was, uh, you know, spending money for my car, a Got little it. like leeway to like eat out, which honestly, when you look back at that time at $15,000 to go and not have a plan is like, it's pretty not. I, I know people that went with nothing and couldn't pay for their headshots. No, right. So that la- that's like you plan for that to be for like six months? I think that was like the time. And then I okay. was planning to go to Columbia in Chicago, which is an art school. I was going to be an interior designer and live in Chicago, which was two hours from my family. So I was planning on going back. That was my plan. This was taking a shot. Yep. This was taking a shot. Okay. Yes. And then um, ironically, which this helped me. The f- one of the first commercial auditions I went on was an IBM commercial and I booked it and it ran and Stop. at that time it was crazy and I made like six figures. So going out with no, wow. it was wild, but <laughs> I was also like yeah. learning at my mom's like, you got, you know, you got to pay taxes and you know, you got to do this and you do that because I never had to deal with any of that. I was in right. high school, right. you know? Right. So that was nice because then I didn't have to worry if I ran out of that $15,000 because I had these right. checks coming in. But I don't know if you know this with commercials back then, I'm sure you do. 
it, you didn't know what you were going to make. So if you booked a national commercial, it wasn't like they were like, okay, here's $300,000. You didn't know that. It would just be like you got paid every time it ran. Yeah. So like some got weeks it. it'd be 10 grand, some weeks it'd be 20. And I'd be like, mom, this is crazy. Wow. So th- that like kind of was like, okay, I got leeway. I was still planning to go back. Then I booked a guest star on My Wife and Kids, and Marlon Waynes had said to me, wait, so how long have you been here? Said a couple weeks, whatever. And I'm, This is crazy, this story, because I used to audition. It's crazy that this happened to you. That's amazing. I, and I think at the time, I, I mixed. I had curly hair. It was kind of that thing where people were, like, not sure if I was white or black, so I kind of could fit in these things because— uh, Well, you have an exotic look. Thank you. That's not even what I was saying. I just felt like my curly hair people were like, she's got weird hair. Let's book her. Are we allowed to <laughs> say exotic oh, anymore? No. There are words you're not allowed Absolutely. to say. Absolutely. I don't even know if that's a word. No, but you know what I mean? They're words you're not allowed to say. I don't know if exotic is the wrong oh, word. Honestly, I think that's like the biggest compliment. So thank you. I was meaning, you know, like, <laughs> like I can't say what nationality you are, where you're from. You have a, you have a, a dramatic eyes. You just look very dramatic. Oh. So I could see people thinking you have this look of, you know, like it's very uh, unique. So anyway, you'll. Beautiful. Thank you. That's, but I'm only saying because I, I, I don't want to sound like, oh, I got here and I booked this commercial and then I booked this thing. I got, a, there was a ton of shit that I didn't get. Don't get me wrong. But this was in that six months where it kind of kept me like, oh, this is fun. But Marlon had said, okay, so you just got, and I said, yeah, and I actually plan on when, when my semester would be done, my senior year, I'm going to go back and start school like I would have had I not come out here. And he said, you can't do that. That's like not, right. that's like giving up. And that sat with me and I called my mom and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to stay. Then I stayed and yeah. And the, the story, like, it's so funny because then I almost moved home and then book Gossip Girl like a week after I almost moved home. No, but what, what I'm getting at, I guess, and hearing what you're saying. So there's no right or wrong. You're a per- it sounds like you're, we're similar in this way. I, the opportunity presents itself in this moment. I make the most of it. I make the best of mm-hmm. it. I do it to the best of my ability. And then I look to the left and the right and see all the signs of where I'm supposed to be next. I don't, right. if you had stuck to your plan, whether it was even Chicago, you sort of said, I'm going there. I'm going to be organized. I have a budget. But you sort of, it looks like you follow the breadcrumbs. It seems like you just said, okay, this is the moment. I'm following the path. Yeah. And even though that was the case, there wasn't a plane ticket back. There wasn't. It was kind of, I think, I think to be honest, when I look back or reflect on it, it was more me to say like, I'm going to go back. Maybe if, if it di- wasn't working out for me, it's just easier to say. It's easier to come to terms with like, ah, but I was planning on doing that anyway. When push comes oh, to right. shove, I don't really know consciously that I wanted to go back. Who, I mean, right. you know what I mean? And I don't know if Marlon telling me that, but also because I was open to it, that that's why it all did pan out the way it did or that I did stay and then I was able to work with some of the best producers and, and have an acting career. You know what I mean? There's a fine line. There's a fine line. It's interesting because I want to, you know, in business, you got to be on it and passionate and driven mm-hmm. and won't give up. But in entertainment and in acting, in some regard, the least interested party always wins. Like, you need a freedom and an effortlessness. I mean, Brad Pitt coming into uh, Thelma and Louise and not even, I think, really be even being an actor in those stories or Matt Dillon being found or Matthew McConaughey, who I interviewed, being found in a bar. You know, wow. there's there's something to being effortless mm-hmm. and free as an actor, I think, that is different than a business person because it, it's just, even though being an actor is a business I tried to audition. I cared so much years ago that I think I was too in my head and I wasn't good at it. And I probably just wasn't good anyway. But there's just a, <laughs> there's a dance around certain parts of, of business. And it's not always the best way to sort of strangle something. It doesn't always mean for people listening that you always should be just like 
so, so hungry that there's no air in the room for it to breathe. If that's not working for you, you know what I mean? Like, it's just interesting. Right. And I think that 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 reads like I remember I can't, like an actor said to me once, like when someone walks in a room and they desperately want the role mm-hmm. so bad, we can tell before they even do the dialogue and it's unattractive yes. and we you can't watch the scene. So. You know what I mean? Like it's it's de- if you're desperate for something. And by the way, when you love something and you're great, it's you could like a businesswoman. You can love what you're doing and want it to do so well and be hungry and strive and do it without being desperate. The second you become desperate and you need it, that then it takes away from what is up. Because by the way, it's like anything. If someone wants to sell me something, no, if you totally. desperately tell me how much I need it, I'm not. I don't want it. Thank you. Thank you. You. I was bothered because I'm, you know, in my head thinking to myself, wait, how do I? Where do I make this parallel? Because exactly. So, the uh, someone was talking about buying my company, and I, I'm always doesn't matter what meeting it is, where I am, I'm always the same. I'm just like, listen. I only want to sell part of it if this is the right partnership. I'm not, de- I literally said, I'm right. not desperate. I only want it if it's going to be good for both of us. So here are my flaws because you're going to find them out anyway if we get married. And that's not desperate. That's just straight up. Even though I'm showing my flaws, that doesn't mean it's desperate. It's just honest. So in right, business, sure. that's, you just nailed it where the line is. You can never be desperate. You just, you, you, you can be confident. You can be secure and be Direct. lined up, but you can't yeah. be. I was desperate to be on The Apprentice the first time. The second time, I allowed it and let it go. And then they wanted me. And it's that's what it is. See? Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's exactly right. And I needed it. You can't need it. You have to want it, but you can't need it. Exactly. It's a, going right back to the need and want. And that's so yeah. true and correct. And and it's yeah. a, you can feel that. You know that. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, it's like, oh, my God. Okay, we're good. You know? Yeah. Um, it's, it's not always like you want what you can't have, but there is a little bit of of that. You know what I mean? Like, I just think it's the essence of your freedom of like the confidence and the freedom. And that's just illuminates. And I think that does totally transfer in business. It's, I'm glad we got there. Yeah. And then I I wanted to ask you, when did you, where were you at? Like, was there a moment in your life where you're like, knew you were going to be this businesswoman? Did did you always have like a, a, like... Not even, no, it's so crazy because I'm so fastidious and meticulous and organized and every single thing is labeled and I'm just, you know, I'm the most, I'd never ever um, procrastinate all of it. Mm -hmm. My condiments are organized in my my kitchen like you couldn't (laughs) believe. But I am a very, um, I was in my late 30s and I still didn't know what I was doing. I was just on the road. And I like telling people that because they're, it's, not, it's not really ever too late. I literally had $8,000 in my bank account in my late 30s. So, um, You also look like you're 35 years old. Oh, well, you're very sweet. <laughs> you do. I was always driving towards something. I was, always, I was always, if I got beaten down, I would get up and I would have a good attitude and I was just going back to it. But it's scary when you're alone and in your late 30s. You don't know what's actually going to happen. Like you don't know how you're going to be supported. I don't have any family to fall back on. I had nothing. So I just always did everything to the best of my ability, no matter what it was. I, but I learned that I was such a, I thought I was smart. I always thought I was smart. I think doing The Apprentice was great because it was a horse race and we were all lined up equally. Yeah. And I just nailed it one after another. I just always had a good business instinct, but I didn't know it was called business. We didn't have brands back then. You didn't have, it just wasn't entrepreneurs. You didn't say right. that. You just, so I didn't even know any of that existed, but I learned that. I learned that I was smart and that I had a good business instinct. But you learn like a lawyer, like case law. Each business deal has different flaws and problems and learning mistakes. I've made multi-million dollar errors that I wouldn't make now and they'd be even 
worth much, much more. So it's just a work in progress. And when you do, when something like that happens, is it like cringeworthy and you freak out or, or can you not freak? I mean, what do you do when you're saying like, that's, that's wild? I only sweat the small stuff. I only sweat the small stuff. I literally sweat all the nuts on my chia bowl. <laughs> And I don't, and the million dollar stuff, I don't sweat. It's very strange. I mean, that is, it's really, but you know what? It works for you. That's what's yeah, up. Yeah, it was my dating profile when I met Paul. I, the only thing my entire profile said, not I like walks on the beach, I drink rosé. I only sweat the small stuff. So last night he looks at me and he goes, why are you, why are you teasing me? Because I was teasing him. I just say things to him that, and he goes, why? And I said, because we're sweating the small stuff. He goes, but you're sweating my small <laughs> stuff. I'm like, I said the small stuff. I didn't say mine. Right, the, I'm sweating both of our I small like stuff. Yeah, exactly. That is hilarious. So, and where did you guys meet? We met online. Okay. I know. And he's Prince Charming. It's shocking. That's amazing. But you know what I think is so like, I'm awesome about that is like at one point people were like nervous to like say that I know and now I know more friends getting married have I better know. relationships than all these people that were set up and all these things I'm like there was a time where people were like don't say anything I'm like don't say anything it's the it's, it was the personal ads. yeah it was very, yeah when I was yeah but the pandemic really accelerated that too because people were home right. and it's it's great Mother's Day is May 12th, and Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Macy's makes it easy for your little ones to buy a present for you for Mother's Day. Bryn loves to shop, but sometimes has a hard time figuring out what to get me. I have confidence that Macy's Gift Finder will be a great guide for her. Something for everyone at every price point. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, it's so easy to shop. You can shop by price, category, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted and gifts for grandma. Plus, Macy's has top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, and Samsung Smart TV, the frame. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.
Today, more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And who has the time? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family's insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then, HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud to help you and your family save. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden medical bill errors. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. Okay, so you're on Gossip Girl. How old are you? When it when it ended? Two, I think two thousand. I was twenty, turning twenty three. Okay, so social maybe twenty two, twenty three. Social media didn't exist. No, we were talking about this earlier. Twitter definitely came out during because I remember yes. thinking like, why would people want people to follow them and know that they're at the grocery store? I wasn't same. looking at it like I was on the Housewives at the same time you were on Gossip Girl. Yeah. Same. Okay. Yes. And I remember thinking that's weird. When I look back in the moment at that time, I probably should have looked at it like, well, that's a way to like put a charity out there, awareness of this. But my mind wasn't there. My mind was like, why do people care that Ashton Kutcher is at Ralph's? What he's eating. No, he was <laughs> showing his lunch. It's exactly my, we, have, we came in at the same point because I yeah. was on Housewives, Twitter came and I remember being like, oh my God, I want to, I want to walk on on Gossip Girl as the skinny girl creator would have been fun with the cocktails. I remember. You should have. No, but well, of course I would have. But uh, um, I was kind of a nobody. But yes, the Twitter thing came and I thought the same thing. You 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 could you can't you're not a soothsayer. You didn't know what it would become. I thought the same thing. Right. It's unsafe to tell people and who cares where I am. Yes. So, so yeah. you're on the show. There's no social media effectively as it is now. You weren't producing your own life. No, there wasn't even really blogs. Like the show was about a blogger and there weren't really blogs. Like now you could go up to a little boy or a little girl and say, What do you want to be when you go? They could say a blogger. At the time we were doing the show. Gossip Girl was a blogger, but it didn't really exist. Like, I don't even know if... You were getting emails. Basically. Fan emails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. You were getting fan emails. Um, So what about business? Like, what are you thinking? Is there any thought on a show like that playing another character, which doesn't have the same freedom as being yourself and marketing what you're doing because you're in a script? What about business and do I make this into something and what's next or am I just an actor and just going to keep acting and working for other people where they're making all the money like what about that conversation yeah see what was interesting about Gossip Girl compared to other shows that maybe we had guest starred on or my friends that were on stuff even though brilliantly well written and um, great storylines and stuff Gossip Girl hit in a way where you could kind of brand out. We There was five nights a week, you know, being in the city, like different events and different things. And, you know, there would be like, I remember being the face of Sobe for a minute and then the face of Dove and these kind of things. But those opportunities were coming because of the way Gossip Girl hit. So I, I can't necessarily say, oh, because I'm, I'm a badass businesswoman because the the opportunities were presented to me to be fair and honest, like not that, like they would have on other shows. So things were really at our fingertips constantly, even whether it was, you know, I was having meetings with Drew Barrymore and meetings with these great actors to do films and stuff. Cause at the time it was two different things. You know, Nicole Kidman wasn't doing TV. I get it. Martin Scorsese wasn't. So 
at the time, as much as you wanted to think about your brand and all those things, and it was definitely a conversation and, 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 and you wanted to grow it, you, you were also trying to figure out, okay, like, how am I going to smash and grab? Yes, exactly. You were utterly relevant. And yeah. at least you were, you didn't know, you don't know how this is going to be. You don't know if you're going to be Macaulay Culkin or if you're going to be Justin Bieber. <laughs> you, you're in the moment. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're, you're, you're utterly relevant. Yeah. Totally relevant. So how do you maximize and, and, and grab all the chips that you can? For sure. And there was like different things creatively with like right now, I think I learned to be very honest and fair probably from 29 to now a lot more business wise I think I was like in the middle of it all and, and learning and trying to understand I definitely invested money and, and made money in certain ways that I'm like proud of and other things I'm like like I was right. like asked this is the place to really admit this my friends laugh at me to invest in Uber and I remember sitting there they had asked a certain group of people in LA I get sick to my stomach because I use Uber all the time. In L.A., I use it during the day. I can't hear, but I don't think I can handle this story. And okay. I just was coming back from New York. I'm going to be fair and honest, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I sat, I remember sitting at Soho House with a bunch of people, some of the invest, like, and there was a couple people. There was another girl t as well. Um, and I just was, like, coming from New York. And I'm like, I just don't understand. You, you're telling me that people are going to get in a car with a stranger? I just don't know. I was coming from New York where you put your hand and you got in a bright yellow cab. Like if that cab's going down an alleyway, it's bright and yellow and people can see it. In my mind, it didn't make sense, girl. And now I could literally, I get sick to my stomach when I hit the app. Yeah, but you can't. First of all, this is so weird what you're saying. I have not had this experience with another person that's been on this podcast. You need to know because everyone listening knows they've never heard me say. I'm like converging. I'm, I'm much older than you, but like I'm converging with you at this weird point. I remember when Twitter started and I said the same thing about what Ashton's eating. And I will tell you this on the night that the money transferred, it was March, it was uh, St. Patrick's Day, March 17th, 2010. Uh -huh. That's the day that the money hit for Skinny Girl, the day that the deal oh closed. God, the biggest, I mean, I went from broke. And that day, my partner at the time, who we were celebrating mm -hmm. at a restaurant in Tribeca, he said to me at a restaurant called Acapella, he said, I took this new car thing to, I don't even know what an app yeah. was. And it was the first Uber I ever took. And I didn't understand what the hell he was even talking about. Okay, I'm not crazy. I literally- No, like so, but it's weird that this is, you're saying this because I'm like, I was there too. Yeah. We're different ages, different. We're coming into this point. For sure. Yeah, that's so weird. But I will say my friend was like, when, you know, this person, this name, blah, 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 is asking you to invest, you just do it. It doesn't matter what it was because this person was very smart, very good. And then and, and, and all the details and all the numbers and stuff, I was like- like looking at it and I'm like wow this is wild but I'm like I still just am coming from New York I just don't see like a girl leaving a bar and getting in a car with a stranger that no one knows what you know what I mean okay. you, even when they were like but the it of the apple be right even if it was tracked right. at the time it wasn't even what it is now right. where you can literally have to show that you're wearing a mask and show that like you're rating and not, right. didn't have you know because things grow and things are, and then all of a sudden like seven years later girl it was like seven billion dollars or something crazy like the fastest grow it was it was crazy well did, did, did you leave millions on the table or crazy numbers because I had one experience it was million it was millions because the amount that they <sighs> that I could have given for what <laughs> how it made yeah I mean and I, there's like times I don't want to like even have this conversation but it wouldn't it, it, it is what it is it's part of who you are for sure and that taught me stuff though so now when business things you know like you should see Brad yes. has me buying houses left and right like that's that's what I was going to say on the other end um we're very into real estate like we literally <laughs> and Same. it's awesome but 
Same. Yeah, and that's like one of the best investments too. But I, I without learning some of those things, I, I wouldn't, you know, even Brad is like, do not have that conversation about Uber with me because he's very smart with his money and very good with stuff. But it taught me and, and yeah, when people present things to me and, and things like that, I definitely have. But you can't, you can't know everything and there's a lot of those that would have failed. I checked the, when I was getting paid for Housewives, I checked the wrong box. Like, I forget if it was an, they didn't want you to be an S Corp or you had to be an S Corp or an LLC or an Inc. I don't remember. Right. But to get paid by Bravo, they said you have to check this other box and go through your lawyer, which I didn't even have, or accountant and do it this other yeah. way. I never unchecked that box. That box cost me multiple million dollars when I sold. And I realized the day after doing the deal, I was sitting on the elliptical in that apartment in the city. And I don't know why it clicked. Mm. Something happened. I was like, wait a second. If that's the story, then that's millions. Of the- you couldn't claw back. You couldn't uncheck it. It was a box check that's millions and millions of dollars. The tax. Oh, box. my God. Well, li- anyone listening, check that box. Check the right. <laughs> Make sure you know the box. You're but you're right. <laughs> now it would be more expensive. These arrows would be more expensive for you. So we live and we learn. Yeah. Um, and also you were building the plane while flying it. When you're the talent, it's very challenging to also be a CEO, a president, be, and this isn't only for actors I'm saying to people at home it's hard to be the salesperson the charisma the you know whatever it is and then also be minding the books and many people whether it's people they're hiring to be a team or having partners you want people that are not the same as you so meaning if you have to surround yourself with people that have totally different skill sets it's very hard for me to have to worry about uh, infrastructure at my business and the weeds which I do all day long because it's taking me away from being the talent, the entertainer, the connector. So right. you must have the same thing. You're trying to be a mom and a business person. And there's not enough fucking hours in the goddamn day. There just aren't. No. And one thing that I struggle with, which I, I'm not, when I say people pleaser, I, I say that lightly. I'm someone, because I was the oldest of five kids, I really want everyone to be okay. And I want, you know, I want to be making the dinner and doing this. So sometimes, and, and it's a very big part of of being a business person or woman, I think, and you, you'll be able to attest to this, is being decisive and being okay with like, nope, sorry, not hurting someone's feelings, but like, I sometimes am so worried. No, like to get rid of that. Oh, I, I hope they're okay. No, you, you got have it. No, to. No, no, no. And that's what I've learned. And that's what I was just wanting for anyone listening to say, you can be this sweet person, you can be sweet and be direct and get shit done. And I, that for a couple of years, that took me, like I had to realize like, I, you might get fired if you're not doing that. Like someone didn't answer a call for a job I was supposed to get. And it somehow backhandedly came to me, like in the back door through my uh, internet situation. And I called my team and someone lied to me. And I'm like, well, and that was the moment where I'm like, I, you can't just like, it's, it's not okay. She lied and she cost me the job. You're fired. And it's okay with, with that. It, 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 no. And, and, and you're not getting extra credit points for being this. It's not, sh- exactly, it's not show friends. Point. It's show business. Exactly. And you, Thank you, you gotta just say it. And, but it's personal too. I had a 50th birthday party and I invited who I wanted, like who I mm-hmm. wanted. And if someone doesn't understand that I'm not that good friends with, or we're sort of, it's okay. Like, we can't be everything to everybody. I, I, I'd rather right. be upfront and direct and good to the people that I'm good to and not, I'm not a big word mincer. I'm not, you know, and I'm not a big four player, which may not be great, but. But it, in, in the sense of trying to run a business and, and make money and, and make good products and good things out there, 
you, you have to be that way. It, you don't have to be mean and you don't no. have to wor- like hurt someone's feelings. I was always worried like, oh my God, this and that. And once you let that go. So anyone that's listening, yes. that's like, I'm worried about that. You, you got to be decisive and you got to be okay with like t- saying no for one and, yes. and, and not being worried about not someone's feelings. I'm not saying be an asshole, but you you have to be okay with like. Sometimes it's it is what it is. It is what it is. This yes, it is what it is. Well, yep. it's funny because I, I with I was talking to my staff recently, and with this new world of COVID, and people have been working from home, and it's almost like not working from home is shocking to some people. Like you know, working coming to work like we used to do, and so I'll say I said last week I said listen. I want everyone to be happy and everyone to have a work-life balance, but we are, it is a job. And a job means there are days that it's like right. you're not happy and it's terrible. And I'm not always going to be in a great mood and things aren't always going to go great. But uh, back in my day, we – I killed my – I can't believe I just said back in my day. But I used to work six days a week. I worked just – I was so happy to have a job. It wasn't right. the way that it is now <laughs> where everybody's so sensitive about everybody else's feelings and everyone is yeah. – you know. So it's good. I'm glad that I'm evolving in that way to be uh, – more sensitive in the in like I'm more touchy feely than I used to be because I came grew up come up working for Jerry Bruckheimer working for Kathy Hilton working for Lauren Michaels like just hardcore people that it just yeah. was like you know I, that I wasn't that I wasn't as sensitive I'm just used to like it is what it is it isn't what it isn't I have no I don't take things personally. Mother's Day is May 12th and Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Macy's makes it easy for your little ones to buy a present for you for Mother's Day. Bryn loves to shop but sometimes has a hard time figuring out what to get me. I have confidence that Macy's Gift Finder will be a great guide for her. Something for everyone at every price point. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, it's so easy to shop. You can shop by price, category, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, and gifts for grandma. Plus, Macy's has top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, and Samsung Smart TV, the frame. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.
When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. So what is your business now? So you're wor- what are you working on acting? And then what is where does that converge with business? Like what's going on besides acting? What The money you're making when you're not on camera and you're sitting home with your baby. Not on, on set. So I, um, I've been working on a show called The Orville, which okay. will come out on Hulu in March, um, which is created by Seth MacFarlane. And he's just brilliant and amazing. And it's a fu- futuristic show. Um, and because of the pandemic and just how hard this, that show is to shoot. It took us quite a while. So that'll be airing. Um, and then I got pregnant, became a mom, and I'm working on some things in the mom space um, right now. And then I decided to produce and do the podcast. Um, and there's a lot of like branding situations that we've got cooking. Um, one idea uh, that I've been working on for like six years that I'm hoping will come um, into to, into the world um, very soon Uh and it's wonderful and lovely. I, I can't really say anything yet. Oh, yeah. You'll be one of the first to know when I can. Um, and that's like kind of um, just something that is like near and dear to my heart, but also that every person can use. And, and it's awesome. So but it's taken so long. And that was what I was going to say to you. I was listening to one of your episodes. And I think a lot of people in the business world, when you come up with an idea, people think, oh, I have this great idea. And it's just like, oh, you go here and you <laughs> no. get the people to, you know, no. invest in it. It's just not that. That's actually like you're so far. And I don't mean to crush anyone's dreams or anything like that. I'm telling you from experience and things like that. There's a lot of good ideas out there. And if it's not done, it's because it's not just an idea and, and getting someone to finance it or do that. There's so many more layers to it. And you really have to be knowledgeable about it. It's not just like you need to know every single little thing. Oh, my God. Beyond. You know, but I, do you get what I'm saying? I think a lot of people are like, oh, I have this idea. Hey, can you give me money? And it's like, well, what about this? If you ask if someone asks you five questions and you don't know in detail how to answer them, you bye. It's just not going to work. It's not about the idea. Everybody has an idea. Everyone's worried about the idea being stolen. It's the execution. That's exactly what it is. Mark Zuckerberg executed that idea. Whether those Winklevoss twins had it also, it doesn't matter. Mark Zuckerberg executed. So that being said, it's six years into this thing. The idea was, and I remember at one point, I'm like, and that was me learning. I'm like, okay, it's not just this person. I had people that wanted to invest and put millions here and do this. It, it, it. It was way more. I had to be very knowledgeable, almost not get a degree in something, but it felt like it because I was having to learn so much about it that I'm like, I might as well literally went to college 
to, to know about this product and, and all the things that go with it. Um, Amazing. And that's like a true thing. And I think that's very important for anyone that wants to create something or wants to have a business in something. It's it's not just the idea, unfortunately. No. And it's like you said, but I, I really think that that's a big part of this. No, not unfortunately because... Actually, not unfortunately because it should be. Correct. Well, because you yes. see how much most people don't want to work hard. Most people have an idea <laughs> and true. then they sit back. You know, It's so hard. There were a hundred, there are 125 other women that were on The Housewives having ideas and putting brands in whether they were real or not. They don't just pop off because you stick it in front of a television camera. You have to nurture it. It's a baby. Exactly. Nurture it, feed it, it it's you know, clothe it, check in with it. And know it inside and out that no matter what, and if something were to go wrong, how do you fix it? What do you do? How do you build it back up? It's yep. a baby, and it gets older and gets more mature, but you still have to always check back in and be aware of what's going on with that child. Yes. You have babies, and then you have adolescents, and it really is like all your businesses are different, different ages. At different growth <laughs> stages. So that, and then Brad has me... Um, Really just looking into real estate, which has been super fun to do with him um, in different places and stuff. And he just is very good at knowing the market. So I'm learning that as well. But um, at one point, I'm like, babe, let's just like live in these places or rent these ones out. But let's just chill for a minute. Because at one point, I'm like, We're d- this is like too hot. It's crazy. <laughs> but, so, But it's it's good. And you're with your show is what's it called? It's um, The Orville. Okay. No, McFarland. the podcast. The podcast is XOXO, which also Brad came up with. We were trying to come up with the name. He's like, it's XOXO. And he's never really seen Gossip Girl. He's like, isn't that like the punchline? I'm like, yeah, that's actually really great. It is great. And he said, and I, to me, I'm like, it's hugs and kisses. Everyone knows that. And I really want it to be a warm place where you come and take a walk down memory lane and find out the behind the scenes stories of what was challenging, what was fun, what we did. I mean, New York City opened up to us on a level that like, with a few of the cast members that came on and did episodes we talked about, we were like, literally, it didn't matter if it was Madonna at Madison Square Garden or some art gallery or any restaurant or venue or whatever it was. They, everyone wanted wow. to be a little part of the show. So they just, and we were oh in our early 20s running God. around with no social media. All Like, I, I dated one of the guys for a couple of the years, and that was like a crazy fun experience, and we're still friends to this day, But I and I made some friends that I'll have for a lifetime, so it wasn't even just about what all came um, as a career. You were part of like a high school play. For sure, and it was- Like, like with the team. Yeah, yeah, and being able to live in New York City in my early 20s and get paid to oh be on a God, show and be an artist. Phenomenal. It was phenomenal. It was great. It was a little scary, too, because the show hit in a way- and, you know, we were followed and there was pop and you know that life. And, and when you're just, yeah, and when you're just doing, being an actor and just, you're hoping that, that the pilot, you know, gets picked up and then it does. And then all of a sudden it hits and you're like, why are we getting written about and why are paparazzi outside? So there was like a lot of different things that we, for me at the time that like was new and, and, and I learned, you know, you're also learning in your 20s. You think you know all the shit, you don't. Um, so there was just a lot of like beautiful, amazing things, scary things, fun things, but I mean, to be able to live in New York City and get paid to work on a show about fashion and, and you know, all the drama and the storylines were so fun to play and work with. It was great. And, and to oh have my God. friends for a lifetime. And Leighton just came on and worked on the Orville with us, which was awesome. Um, and yeah. And you must have cried the last day. You must have all bawled. Like- I left a little bit early. And, and it was it was like a weird thing because you're sometimes like Ed and I were talking about this. He came, he played Chuck Bass and just did an episode. And he was saying yes. like there was a time, Jess, where like – we were all ready to move on to the next chapter. But he's like, when I like reflect and look back now, he's like, that was like some of the best times in our life. And we just, be- also because of no social media and all that, there was a little bit of mystery and quietness, even though there was, you know, we were yes. in, the, in this like cement jungle, there was still like 
some stuff that people didn't see or know, you know? Um, right. But we had a good time. And, and basically the XOXO is a walk down memory lane and some of the cast and crew and fashion people and music come on and we talk about like why it worked, why people liked it so much and, and all the fun that we had. And it's really, it's just, it's, it's a walk down memory lane basically. <laughs> well, but interesting because many shows, it's a hit or miss thing. Many shows, five people are super successful after and on and and working actors and then others nobody is and if you look at your show look at Blake Lively and I just watched well Adam Brody's in a relationship with Leighton, Leighton Meister he's not they're not together I can I could just connected him as if he was on the show but I just watched him on Startup and I I think I might be having him on here I asked oh, for him to awesome. be on awesome he's but lovely but still there were, you know, people have been fairly successful after the show. Yeah, I mean, Chase was just nominated for an Emmy. Leighton went and did Broadway. Um, yeah, I mean, Penn's show on Netflix is one of the number one shows. Taylor went and is like, did amazing in, in the music world, like broke records in in the rock rock field. I mean, yeah, it's, it's amazing. So that's that's a, all good energy there. Are yeah. you? Um, is your show on iHeart? Yep. Well, because I have three things I want to talk to you about that we could talk about later, but we'll let the viewers in on a little secret, just because not a secret, just because they probably like to be inside baseball. One is I just sold a movie. And, Amazing. Um, I was thinking about who could play the girl, and we were talking about it. And when we get off, I'm going to email your name. Oh my god, I love that because it's a great, it's a great. It will be like a streamer movie, so no one knows it, and I'm not even saying what it is because it's not a thing yet. But that's one. Okay, please. I, I mean, I would, I want to work with you on many levels, but that's fucking awesome that you're doing that. Can I say that? Well, two because I'm looking at yeah, you could say two because I'm looking at you and your dark hair, and you, you, we have a lot of similarities. I, I don't know anything about you. Um, is that I've been looking? I have different cocktail uh, concepts that are you know signed deals and whatever. And I've been looking for sort of the younger me to be involved. And, you know, so it's not all on me, but a young a person who speaks to a younger audience. So that's another thing oh my God, I, would, I would talk to you about. And then the third thing is, and I can't believe I'm saying this because <laughs> I haven't said this to anybody, is we're both on iHeart. And I'm producing, I have at least two more podcasts coming. Maybe oh we do a show together about, like, just coming at, you know, uh, womanhood from totally different ages and angles and ang and and figuring it out and learning and and how to do it yeah because we talk very well together and we seem to be different yeah there's all all of a sudden like this like thing in the middle where we keep like with the twitter yeah with the uber with the things. exactly um and i think what i've learned about or some things that i'm like oh this this and this you're like yeah I, I just feel like there was a lot of things where our minds connected even if we come from two very different paths well, that's the whole thing. We could, it wouldn't be good if we were the same. And we're, I'm older, and I've been through some things from a different angle that you have. So anyway, but we converge in the entertainment space, too. So I'm going to talk to Connell about that, too. Okay, so amazing. I have a lot of stuff to talk to you about. Yeah, and I've never said any of this to anyone. It's just interesting. Yeah, I connected with you. I love that. I just got, like, chills. Yeah, it's really <laughs> nice. So I, don't, I didn't even look at any of this paper about you, but I don't think it really... Well, your daughter, Bowie, yeah. that's so beautiful. Bowie Ella Richardson? Yes. So beautiful. We, um, it was the beginning of the pandemic. I didn't know I was pregnant, and we decided to rent um, these vans. Jesus, you already had a baby during the pandemic. This pandemic's been so long. You gave birth already. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. And she and, and our van's name was Bowie. So it was like Bowie, Joppa, and something else. So when I was pregnant a couple months in, we didn't know what we were having. And Brad, again, came up with the name and was like, what if it's Bowie, boy or girl? Because I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cute. But I'm like, let's not. That's call. such a nice name. And then Ella, because we met. I first of all love the name Ella, but we met at Coachella. So <gasps> he was saying we're the city. He said one night when we were like a week before I was due, he said, what about Bowie? Is it in Indio? 
where Coachella is. And Who I'm like, Indio. And he's like, well, that's where we met. Wow. And I'm like, no. And then I said, what about Ella? Like Coachella, but Ella. So it's it's that. But I always loved Ella. That's amazing. That's why we need a show together. Because I would literally, Coachella is my idea of hell. It's where like suede fringed oh God, bags and faded is. jean short, hippie clothes go to die. Oh. It's literally when it's Coach. Oh, it's Coachella. It's Fashion Week. It's Art Basel. It's, uh, what's the other one? Burning, Burning Man. Man. I named my child Man. I named my daughter Man. Why? Because we met at Burning okay, Man. We, we need to do peyote. this together. Yeah. I know. Brad's like, are you going this year? I'm like, I don't think I can go. I have a one-year-old. <laughs> well, no, just put her in like a suede papoose yes. with moccasins Carrier. and bring her. Yeah, bring her. Of course. She was born there. She was conceived at oh Coachella. My God, it's hysterical. So, funny. so, anyway, all right. Well, it was amazing oh to meet you. I literally didn't read anything that was on my list from you, except that you love Cheetos, and my daughter Bryn loves Flamin' Hot Cheetos. But, oh, my God. Uh, I, I get love the sense that. we'll be talking again. Um, For sure. You're amazing. You're inspiring. I like how real and honest you are. And I really, truly think I can learn a lot from you. And I think we'd have fun together one way or like in one way. 100%. So, um, all right. Well, thank you for being totally open. Good luck with everything. We'll talk soon. And I really appreciate you. So that was awesome. All right, so that was beyond amazing, and I don't know. I, I, we literally have nothing in common, but we have everything in common. I loved her. I only, I loved that show, but I mean, I don't know a thing about Jessica Zor until today, and I had the best time. I literally asked her to do a podcast together with me, so now I have to call the head of uh, iHeart, who will absolutely say yes, because hard to say no to me but more importantly we had such a great connection that I hope I get to do more with her so yippee um and I just loved her it was it speaks for itself what a great conversation what a great person what a great mother what a great woman what a great partner and uh I'm excited that was really invigorating yay and thank you for listening and rate review and subscribe appreciate you have a good day So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.